Hey, it's Cody, and thanks for listening to The Mama's Den. Now, y'all know, black is beautiful, black is love. It can be seen 365 days a year, 24-7, and mamas know Target is here for all of it. Black Beyond Measure is Target's year-round campaign that celebrates and elevates the spectrum of black love and success. From the multitude of commitments and investments in the black community to supporting HBCU students and uplifting black entrepreneurs. Shop black-owned or founded brands at Target from home decor and candles to beauty, wellness products, and so much more. Surround yourself in joy and amplify your black love with the help of the black-owned and founded brands at Target every day. Visit Target.com slash Black Beyond Measure to learn more. Good morning, everyone. It's the Mama's Den. This is your girl, Ashley. She who talks a lot. I'm here with my other girl. (laughs) What's up, you guys? It's Felicia. Oh, my God. The amount that you go... It's so funny. <laughs> it just comes out naturally. I love Who it. Who else is here today? Hi, I'm Cody. And nice Mel's, to see you. Oh, sorry, my bad. No, no, it's fine. Yeah, talk a lot. With it's us fine. In spirit. <laughs> Mel Melanie's always with us in spirit. Yeah. But she's out here uh, being a rock star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is. Literally. Yes. So I want to talk about Cody's show, Black Love. The episode I watched, it was amazing. It made me cry. It's just, there's so many layers to it. Did you see a fee? Yeah, I loved it. Really? Yeah, it's really good. There's each story I can relate on like so many levels. I think the first, the thing that I, I couldn't wait to talk to you guys about was like, when Lamaya is talking to Eric, and first of all, I love them in general. Yeah, they're so cute. Yeah, they're and amazing. like when they first got together, I was like, "You guys are just adorable." But when she said the women in her family are, were basically mm-hmm. the men, yes, girl, and she was saying how when she met Eric, like all of a sudden she's like, "I don't know where I fit. I don't mm-hmm. really know what to do." And I feel like in my own life now that I'm more open to this idea of like dating dating men like just on a different level that are very like doers you know Mm -hmm. and I don't have to step so much into my masculinity I found myself being like what do I do this is really uncomfortable but the more and more that I have that safe space to be able to be a woman it's like a game changer yeah I'm like why was I I love them than this Mm-hmm. It was, I'm like, but it, it was so, the whole thing was so good. Yeah. The so, whole thing was so, so good. So background, I guess, well, first off, I love words of affirmation. I appreciate you guys for telling me that you watched and for enjoying. I was crying. Um, I was me too. upset about some things. Me too. I was informed. Me too. <laughs> the little, episode was, was called Healed People Heal People, which the title is a whole nother conversation because I went back and forth a lot, like but it was about name. parenting. It was about parenting. I like the name too, but I wasn't sure if it was clear. And anyway, so it was a whole thing. I had to like talk myself into it and out of it and then be like, we just going to do it. Yes. Always go with your instincts. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it was about, about different parenting stories Mm -hmm. and how it may essentially how it stretched and grew each couple. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But it was all love. Like there was no really big conflict as much as like. Wow experiences. Yeah. Except for yeah. Maybe, maybe mine was conflict. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just yours, Cody. Just Tommy, <laughs> Tommy and I were in the episode. But no, I felt it, it, it was interesting too on your guys's. It was like I was listening, listening. You guys started talking more. And then it started to then you guys like cracked open more. Mm. Yeah. You know, when it was like, Well, I wanted this name because of my dad. And it was I was just I started crying. I was like, okay, you know Aww. what? Yeah, that made me cry. It was great. Yeah. So when our, our storyline was um it's beautiful. discussing our son's name. Because basically we actually opened the episode with Tommy saying like the first year of our marriage was terrible. And I was like, dang, for real? Oh, I know. That, I was wrong. I said, Tommy. Tommy. No, right. <laughs> I 
me. He's she special. said, well, tell me more. Right. <laughs> I was like, Dang, And then he was like, when you were pregnant, I was like, oh, that was year two. Mm-hmm. And it was terrible. Yeah. It was, it was, we argued the whole year. Do you know I remember that? Yeah, I remember. Wait, while I you remember, were pregnant? I remember yeah. talking to her yeah. about um, having a conversation with you about the name and you being like, I, I'm just going to give in. Like when you said mm-hmm. that, I was like, I remember when she mm-hmm. said that. And I remember me being like, no, right. don't do that. And I remember mm-hmm. her just being like, no, it's just going to be, gives me peace. Mm-hmm. When he explained why he gave in, that made me cry because Girl. I was like the sweet side of Tommy, that sweet spot he boy is, yes. is beautiful. And I was it like, is. that was really sweet. But I also realized something about Tommy when I was watching it. Like I, I feel like he avoids things that make him emotional. Mm-hmm. I think he his safe space is like baseline. Like I'm just very factual. Da 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 da. So yeah. even mm-hmm. when him, that's him that Virgo boy, yes, that's when that he Virgo. wasn't explaining why he yeah. wanted it, did to y'all be his Lord? Name? And I had to keep that because I know. people love to say that I talk over him, mm-hmm. but I know him, and he will tell me a million times, "No, you, you, it's okay. You say it. Yeah. You say it. You talk." And I'm like, "Nope, nope, nope." So I had to include that yeah. because I'm like not about to tell your story for you. Yeah, I feel like it's half and half of him not wanting to go there, and also him actually like appreciating the way you tell stories do you know Mm -hmm, like sometimes people know Mm -hmm. what their strong suit is Mm -hmm. and i don't feel like he feels like he needs to do that which Mm -hmm. is also admirable like you know what i mean like people sometimes know like play their role like that's her thing like she explains things really well and Mm -hmm. and and he knows yeah i think he he recognizes that about himself too Mm -hmm. and he's like smart a businessman like we're doing an interview like i'm gonna let the person who's a little more animated and i do feel like tommy's like super smart like that like he's just you know thoughtful but yeah it could come off like cold but (laughs) yeah yeah but we know him yeah we want y'all to know he's nice (laughs) (laughs) we love tommy we We love tommy Tommy. we love tommy but i was like now if he don't stop (laughs) but yeah how do you feel looking back at it like when you guys were talking about that do well this is like about the show and not but as Mm -hmm, a person mm -hmm. who's a part of the show yeah do you feel like it's healthy to relive those moments or Overall, I do. Okay. Right? Like, based on my experiences talking to so many people and the things that they have shared with me, yeah. overall, I do. It's, it's a double-edged sword, right? It depends on how much you talked about it before that day. Mm-hmm. Right? You could find yourself in a situation where I ask a question and you're just like, well, we've never talked about right. it. And then you mm-hmm. learn that you're just on opposite sides. For me, in that scenario, we have been over it a million times. Like, it's, it's what hurt me, and I'll be honest, because this happened in the interview. He's aware. Like, what I found shocking... I don't even know if I put it in the show was when he was like, I don't think it warranted. Oh, it was in there. Okay. He was like, I don't think it warranted the, the crime. So That's this is before we told the why. Right. And he's like, man, it was just so strange to me that there was all of this crying and emotion Girl. over this name. And I don't think it warranted all of that. And I, and I said like, that is shocking because it wasn't as though at the time I didn't articulate exactly what the issues were. Right. And, and maybe to his point is like, he wouldn't have cried over it. So me crying over it is weird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for me, I'm like, bro, this is, we were arguing over our son's name. Tommy does not did not have his father in his life and it was very important to him at a certain point to name his son Junior. Mm-hmm. And I understood what that meant. And for me, my father had passed away. I had no way to include him in my future, right. legacy, life, whatever. Mm-hmm. If I couldn't name my child Brooks or Jackson, because that was the other name I wanted, um, which is my dad's middle name. And so it was like, well, what, what are we going to do? Yeah. And we just going to fight about this or, yeah, or, or discuss and debate yeah. unhealthily for nine months. 
And that's what we did. You said you were triggered. Yeah. When he said that, <laughs> when he, that's when I text the group chat. I text the group chat and I'm like, was it signed? Go to your husband, girl. Because <laughs> yeah. it was just, like you said, it's I like couldn't believe it. that emotional. And then I was even more triggered when you finally just, like you started to explain mm-hmm. why you were emotional. Same and I'm obvious. like, Tommy, what you mean? Her dad right? died. Like, like what are you talking about? Yeah. I'm like, I don't. That's why I was like, okay, we got to talk to Cody about this in person. But that's and why I'm like, both, what's his sign again? They're both heavy. They're both yeah. like, Yes. There's no right or wrong in my opinion. No, Mm -hmm. I agree. You know what it made me think about? And I know this is going to sound very, it's not anti-female. I think it is, but it's just just a reality. And I think about when me and Chia were deciding to keep Amira, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we have a lot of power as women though. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that sometimes when you were explaining it, Mm -hmm. even though I was annoyed with Tommy, like, now come on now, her dad died. Like, it's very obvious. But Mm -hmm. equally, you said they're both, you are two individual people. Mm -hmm. So his feelings are equally valid mm-hmm. and his experience in life is equally valid. Mm-hmm. And so how do you even decide who, at the end of the day, whose feelings matter more? Absolutely. Exactly. You know what I mean? Which like, that's more really, who's yeah. more important? And someone's still losing. You know yeah. what I mean? The like, minute they said, it's a boy, I was like, oh, God. yeah, you already knew what you were in for. But that just shows you in life, too, like in relationships, like compromise or whatever you want to mm-hmm. call it. Like he's still he's still lost a little bit. And he'll, he'll never be able, one of you mm-hmm, was never sure. going to be able to get and what I they knew wanted. that. No, yeah. that's the thing. Like, he knew that. He ain't stupid. But like, for me, that, the, uh, the way we experience that is different. I cry. Yeah. When I'm frustrated, I Absolutely. cry. When I don't have the answers, when I'm me sad. Too. And it was all of that. <laughs> for me, it was <laughs> like, I'm a crier too, though, y'all. Forever, <laughs> somebody's going to lose here. Yeah. And feel it. Someone's going to feel it for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know. I don't know the answer, sir. <laughs> so, yeah. and so we would debate and cry and each of us would come home and be like, OK, fine. You you know, you got it. But it sucked. Yeah. But then you won. OK. 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 <laughs> For those that haven't seen, because if you're going to put it like that. Yes, I did. Praise the Lord. Um, that, pivot, and- that pivot when you when you're telling the story and how it goes from. Well, sorry, when Tommy was telling his part of the story mm-hmm. and how it, it went into you the the delivery everything and i was i'm like listening i'm like oh this is the best story ever i know I right like, this yeah. is great it's had a great ending yeah it did yeah. I, that was beautiful when he said my that ears were open i was like oh my god now that shit really made me cry when he was like yeah. she didn't get an audio i was like tommy that's the pisces of you it's perfect there it, it is perfect. i didn't out. get the birth experience mm-hmm. that i wanted so he literally like after the c-section no he said he said he realized it during when they asked, like, what's his name? Mm-hmm. And either Tommy or I answered, but he saw, like, my face. I don't know. I was the anesthesia. But, um, so after birth, we're in the whatever you call the waiting room. What do you call that room? Uh, recover. Recovery room. Recover. Mm-hmm. And, I, and he goes, we can name him Brooks. That's when he said it. It was after everything. Dang, that's crazy. And also the thing about Tommy is he's very like if we're arguing or debating anything, anything at all. And he says yes. And I'll be like, really? He'll be like, just take the yes. Don't say really. Didn't I say? Didn't I say it's OK? Don't say really. I'm so like that, that, that was though. the one time I never I didn't say really. I didn't say are you sure? I said, OK. He's such. <laughs> he's, let me go ahead and grab this. He's yes. such a factual person. I see myself so much in him, though. Sometimes, like the way he processes things, like it's just like, yeah, me too. Why are we still talking about this? Yes, no. Like, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the don't, end. Yeah, don't. And then Scorpio. I mean, we're not like that. We're very no. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It's always more. Wait. Okay. So the other part of the mm-hmm. episode. What mm-hmm. was the the so couple with the Ali and Don? Ali me. 
Yeah. That was very, very deep. That was, was good. I, the way that, first of all, the way that they pay attention to their child, mm-hmm. you know, from just even being like, oh, you know, my, yeah. my, wait. So, so if, they had a, they, they had it was a, daughter a daughter and a son mm-hmm. and their daughter is the oldest. And early on, Allie was like, my child now now he would word it that way but their daughter was going to birthday parties whatever like he was like ninja turtle it was like my child went to a ninja party no a princess Princess party party as a ninja and i was like okay that's that rebel spirit that i love yeah Yeah. Yeah. and he was explaining that at a certain point he was like okay she's she he says my child so i'm I'm trying to like make it clear for listeners before she transitioned before she transitioned but he's like okay she's probably gay Right? Like, yeah. I'm cool. I'm ready for that. We'll, ha- yeah. we'll talk about it when we talk about it. Right. So their child, um, who at that time presented as a girl. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. There we was go. going to, um, was was presenting with boy things, with the things that people traditionally think of as boy things. Like right? interest, yeah. yeah. Yes, interest. For instance, he mentioned that their child wasn't really talking about dating boys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So things like that. So Ali is preparing himself for, that's the dad is preparing himself for like, okay, at some point, you yeah. know, my child's going to say, I'm gay. Cool. We're ready. And he's from Brooklyn. He's very like, you know, yeah. it's a matter of fact, that's what he said. I'm from Brooklyn. You know, it is what it is. Right. Yeah. Is, is it safe or is it not yeah. gay straight? Cool. Yeah. Right. And so at 13, 14, was when their chi- both their children actually sat them down and the oldest said, I'm trans. And Allie and Don were like, huh, <laughs> what? I was yeah. not prepared for this. Yeah. But I just, uh, so in their response to yeah. it all, it was like, okay, so we have to figure out what that means. Yeah. And fig- and and just love and support you. I just Even loved, though I'm confused. I loved like, I think it's so important for kids to have a safe space at home. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, because mm-hmm. cause, uh, the mom, she Dawn. said, yeah. um, when she went to, well, when their child went to school, it was mm-hmm. like the first three months was showing up as a girl. I think what she was saying was at the like, end of the school year to the next school year. So the three months was summer. She was like. She, like literally transitioned yeah. into now yeah. a boy. Yeah. And I was like, but it, I'm like, but that, that, um. That self-acceptance, I'm like, but it starts at home with the mom and the dad, you know? And I was like, it was just so beautiful to me and how it was like, all right, this is what we doing, this is where we rolling, how do we educate ourselves? I'm like, that's what the fuck I'm talking about. I I cried. I was like, this is, that story is amazing to me. It is. It made me think too, like when he, when she was, I think she said it, Don, she was like, you say you're open, Mm -hmm. you say you're accepting, you say you're about unconditional love. And that's when you really have to determine like who you really are as a parent. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because it made me think about overall parenting with Chia because the world is just changing so much. I have four daughters. I know they're not all going to express themselves the same way. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Chia, the odds are that one of them might end up being a lesbian. Like, what are we, you know what I mean? Like, that's just a reality. And and my brother's gay. And like, so for me, it's just a part of my family. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, we don't even care. When my brother came out to me, I was like, but do you have a job? (laughs) (laughs) I don't care who you're sleeping with. (laughs) Get a job. No, right. I'm like, I really don't care who you're sleeping with. I would just stop asking me for money. (laughs) Even if it was like same sex, not same sex. I think that's always my thing. Same sex or not. Like, I was never going to be in your business regardless right. of who you're humping. Like, but there is a reality <laughs> of we have, like, you were talking about you getting excited or you have a son and you think of their name. There is a yeah. reality mm. where you have a baby and... Be- like he said, this is our European westernized conditioning. Mm-hmm. We're like, yeah. I have a little girl. It would be really hard 
for me, that's just right. honestly, if one of my daughters then tell but I'm so attached to them being women and yeah, yeah, this yeah. feminine yeah. energy and it being so strong in our house and me really celebrating us all being women. So I could imagine like it would be really hard for me to swallow that if one of them was like, now I, I want to be a boy yeah, or not want to sure. be, but I yeah. am a boy. I'm sorry. And there would you having to accept that because you do have to mourn who, mm-hmm. who they were. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that there's I'm I'm glad that you got that you had them on there because mm-hmm. the way they explained it was mm-hmm. very respectful and honest. Yeah. But it I also allows so people They're to, amazing. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but there's not, there's not a space for that. I think we try to make people feel bad about not accepting something right away or not understanding yeah. it right away. And then we label them as, ans- that's not true. Like yeah. people need to process yeah, I just, things. And I need to research yeah. on like, what yeah. does this actually mean? Right. You know? Yeah. And it's your child that came out of you and you've experienced them this one way yeah. your whole life. And now they're saying like, I'm a completely different being. Well, maybe not yeah. even that, right? Yeah. Like not a completely different being. To their point, yes. it was like, Lord, and I had, I, we repeated it so many times, but like, I, you know, we are a soul. Yeah. And we I love have that. a body. Yes. Yeah. And like, like your when you soul think is, about is that, me. your yeah. soul is your soul. Yeah. Your body look all kind of ways. Yeah, yes. my grandma used to say that too. It's like an old Christian-y saying. I don't know. Is it a Christian saying? I feel like it. Well, my grandmother, I just said that because she's Christian. Yeah, <laughs> she yeah. said it. So I don't know. But it's like, like a Christian thing? I, mean, I don't I think know. At the I've end heard of people, the day, older, older people say that all the time. Yeah, I think at the, that 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 statement to me was so powerful because it comes in it's so many powerful. forms. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. right? And yeah. and the reality, it's it's actually funny. Coincidentally, I was talking to the kids today. Do not ask me how we were talking about. Well, because they'll sometimes be like, "Can you have one eye?" Oh Lord, right? And I'm like, "Well, yeah. Like some people have one <laughs> well, yeah, eye, you know. True. Like, can you have one arm?" Like so we yeah, got, they're really into that. <laughs> so we were talking about that, and you know, we started talking about prosthetics. I was like, "How did we get here?" I don't know, but because I definitely want them. I try my best and sometimes Tommy says I'm over top to just let them give them the understanding that like people come in all different like yeah. shapes, sizes, Absolutely. colors, forms, etc. And so this is a to me an example of that, right? We are at the end of the day, our soul is our soul. Yeah. And our body might have one eye. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, okay, yeah. so so or yeah. I have a question. This is actually a really good question. Um, I'm glad that you if think you that. Do say my, so question, my question is a good question. question. Well, well, it's okay. actually a really good question. This is a good. Sorry, what I'm trying to say no, is, no, no, your truth. It's a good question. Ask no, it. this is a good question to bring to the oh, mama's okay. den. Is what I was trying to say. So I have a homegirl, mm-hmm. and anytime we're at like, and she is a mom. She has two kids, and anytime we are at like, uh, say like a mama's like barbecue party, or whatever. She, I notice she keeps bringing up this topic of. Um, schools teaching children about like you know being trans Mm -hmm. or being gay Mm -hmm. or you know whatever it is and she has a very strong opinion that's not a positive opinion and we'll go around asking all the moms like what do you think about this every time she goes out that's what she does it's been like three times and she's and I'm always seeing her and then we have some therapist friends and you know they'll express like kind of very similar how to we are is like you know if this what you want to do let's research it let's walk one another through it so are you guys against, like, let's say the kids are going to school and they're teaching them mm-hmm. about, you know, being trans or anything. Are you guys open to a, an outside source of yourself educating your children on this? Or do you feel like that is your own individual thing? So the other part, too, is her one of her biggest concerns is that the kids are being exposed to the information too early. Like we're bringing it to their awareness too early. Um, I'm to all of that. Yeah. So. All of that. I'm going to try anyway. So the, the sh- it's kind of like sex to me, right? Yeah. The short answer is like, I'm not opposed. That's the yeah. short answer. Mm-hmm. But of course, there are schools or teachers or ways of educating 
people, children that may be too much too soon. Yeah. Right. It's or, or, or worded incorrectly or approached, you know, so I am not opposed at all. I am the kind of parent though, that wants to understand how are y'all talking about that? The same way I'm like, how y'all talking about black history month? Is it, is it year round? You know (laughs) what I mean? Like, you know, and so all of that, is the same to me from the standpoint of, like I said, I want my children to understand that everybody's not going to look like them, be like them, seem like them, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't want my kids to be bullies. Mm-hmm. I don't want my kids to be pointing in, at people and go, calling them weird or different. Or yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I and and it could happen still, but I want my kids to just know mm-hmm. that we come in all different shape, mm-hmm. sizes, forms, etc. Et and I say that to say that I introduce them to the book about bodies there's mm-hmm. multiple yeah. but like the body's book yeah and the um what makes a baby book and books that have female leads or queer leads or all the things that i can introduce them to that allow them to see people other than themselves as mm-hmm. the center of stories and also allows us to have more conversations because oh now they've seen something and they can ask me a question mm-hmm. or i can say like auntie such and such or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So my my answer is I'm not opposed, but I do understand that there's nuances to it. Mm-hmm. And every right. school, every teacher ain't getting it right. Right. Mm-hmm. Ashley? I would agree with um, Cody. It's more about how it's being taught. Mm-hmm. For me, I am really, I'm not, I don't want to say I'm anti teaching things in a way that makes them seem like it's like different but yeah. i don't like that i don't want a teacher sitting down like we're gonna talk about gay people today right no right no, it's talking yeah. about people being transgender yeah like that's <laughs> fucking weird you yeah. know what i mean yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> like, i don't like that shit at all yeah i feel like instead you have children's books mm-hmm. in the classroom that have these different types of characters you teach things mm-hmm. when you're doing u.s history mm-hmm. you talk about different leaders who were queer and you talk about mm-hmm. them in their life you don't yeah. have to be like this is the queer leader but like in her wife and you say it so casually yeah. and normally because casually, it is yeah do you know mm-hmm. what i mean Absolutely. Right. and so i feel like that is my only thing is like if you're making it a thing and making it weird then children are always going to look at it as it's other versus yeah. you just talking to them and teaching them about it in a normal way because it is normal. Do yeah, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Um, that's how I'm with my kids. Like Target has these little, um, that Target brand, I can't for, remember the name, but whatever, I have like a lot of their games. They have a matching game and the ki- there's like a kid with um, one arm. Mm-hmm. There's a kid in a uh, I'm wheelchair. Need, I'm going to need you to Google this. I want these cards. I know, okay, me yes. Too. Let me, what, do you guys know that brand? It's like blue no. and red. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's at Target. They have Are like- they just like flashcards? No, they have everything. They have like goldfish and all, it's like a whole brand at Target that, anyways, I'll figure it out and tell you or something. I'm going to text you. Okay. But- Anyway, they have flashcards that are just like mat- the matching game. They mm-hmm. make a lot of games, just kid versions of them. But all the characters are different. There's black ones, like Spanish ones, like uh, glasses. And it's just, we were playing with the kids and Azar was like, she has one arm. I was like, yeah, find the other one with one arm. Then you have a match. Mm-hmm. And that was the end of the Literally conversation. Casual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that was not it. putting emphasis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah go I, ahead. I feel, like, I feel like I'm the same way. It's like, we're not about to sit down with a bunch of little kids. And like, today we're talking about this. I'm like, it's, like you said. It makes it weird. Yeah, yeah. and it's, mm-hmm. and, but also I'm like, when I think about, you know, sex ed and stuff, I'm like, there's a lot of stuff that we weren't learning at this age. Like, I think peace can know what's going on. I'm like, but do I really need to talk to my three-year-old about be like, no, he, yes. Yeah. I mean, that's not what, what this conversation is But he doesn't know because Wait, do you mean, he's not exposed sex, to like so sex was, or anything. I'm like, saying, he's so small. But, but you the know? sex conversation mm-hmm. is about 
body parts yeah at his age Mm -hmm. it's about well and it can be about much more but it's about naming things Mm -hmm. it's about understanding i think she means intercourse no no i'm talking yeah but but he knows his penis and vagina no yeah but and i said that like that because we're almost there but yeah but my point is that sex like the word sex or mm-hmm. if we're explicitly talking about intercourse no i'm not teaching my three-year-olds about intercourse yeah, that's yeah. what but, i was talking but, about but but, oh, okay. but yeah. getting so okay this is sort of a tangent but um but not really um <laughs> so for instance because i'm actually very very happy this week in particular because we've had this book what makes a baby for like a long time mm-hmm. and brooks started with it and the babies now are reading it more and they ask for it a lot and what I love about the book is by Corey Silverberg. It's called What Makes a Baby. Um, the book talks about sperm, egg, uterus. Um, and those are probably the only terms. And But it talks about you need these things to make a baby. Some bodies have sperm. Some bodies don't. Mm. Some bodies have eggs. Some bodies don't. Mm-hmm. Like that's how it's explained, especially because you're they're trying to be inclusive yeah Mm -hmm. right for Mm -hmm. not just queer but ivf and surrogacy and all that stuff adoption all of it you need all of these things to make a baby and um and it's more about family than anything else yeah but what it has done is it has opened up the conversation after reading it 20 times so Mm -hmm. not the first Mm -hmm. day right but it's opened up the conversation for brooks to be like yeah sperm's in my belly and i was like we've talked about at what age he gets sperm now because Mm -hmm. the sperm is in the book. Mm. We talked about where it actually is because they already knew they had testicles. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. like, it's in your chest. So it has allowed us to have certain conversations that I still think are age appropriate. Yeah. But absolutely. it exposes them to the information. And the other thing is I've been able to ask like, well, why do you like this book so much? And they're like, well, we like learning about how our body works and what's inside mm-hmm. of it. So mm-hmm. now I have this other body that's about other book that's about like lungs and heart, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because like, it's like this level. That book, that book some, sounds really that's, good. I literally just added it to my cart oh, as we were talking. Okay. I was like, I let me literally do it love me do that, that book. Today. Yeah, because it's like, I, I like that. It's like, there's levels to, there's levels to exposing this information information to them Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and the earlier you expose it Mm -hmm. the easier it is to have conversations i've even talked to brooks like i've talked to him we've had this conversation i've talked to him about periods because he'll see like a box of tampons he's like what is that and i'm like oh it's a tampon right i'm still not quite ready they are obsessed but i'm like oh it's a tampon he's like well what's a tampon i'm like well um and i've explained it yes okay but the what makes a baby (laughs) book allowed (laughs) allowed us to talk about the uterus and then for me to be like, remember when I told you about, you know, menstruation? I don't remember what word I used. Maybe that was it. It's still uncomfortable sometimes, yeah. but it's like, remember when I told you that? That's where it happens. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely like that. Obviously, I'm a woman, so I'm very open with my daughters about their bodies and all their parts. And um, mm. this is so random. I, I don't know what talk show it was, but I remember a talk show a long time ago where they were like, the mom was on there because someone brought her on there and said that she was inappropriate because she was like naked around her kids. Hmm? And I remember I didn't have kids at the time. I always talk about that sounds crazy. Right. But I'm like, what? But then I was like, I get dressed in front of my kids. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like they just walk in my bathroom. Like today I was getting dressed and Azara was just standing in the bathroom and I was butt ass naked. And she was just talking to me and I was just talking to her, put my lotion on. And I see her like stare at my body and like stare at my parts. And she's like processing it. Mm -hmm. And I just don't say anything. I wait. She asks. Yeah. answer but i think it's really important too to be free and also i like wear a lot of bras in the house right crop tops and she never wears a t-shirt we're just like very like that and i noticed amira she was just like staring at my stretch marks and i was like are you looking at my stomach and she was like yeah i was like it's a lot of stretch marks on there she's like yeah and i was like well that happens to somebody when they have babies some people i was like you might not get any but i do but like just also i want her to always remember one day if she does my mom used to like 
where my mom had this. She, yeah, and yeah. she was okay with it. Yeah, like yeah. she showed them yeah. and she was confident. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I think all of that's inclusive, but it's funny you say that, Cody. You asked me if you could get a mirror or a book, remember? Yes, I did. And I was like, I hadn't seen the other parts of the book. Parts but- of the book were talking about like um, birth control and what yes. to do if you get pregnant. So wait, 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 wait back up. Cause yeah. she, she loves to have me out on these streets no! where she gives like a part of the story. No, it wasn't bad, but <laughs> I was going to give you credit. I'm going to get the book though. But I was going to give you credit and say that oh, okay. now that you just said this about mm-hmm. your kids, like, maybe it's not the worst thing for her to have it so i have a comp now too okay because you're right so okay i'm obsessed with dr jennifer lincoln Uh on instagram she's wonderful doctor i fell in love with her during the pandemic she's white woman who was talking about racism in healthcare, Mm. and yeah she she exposes the truth she is a truth teller um but now because she's an ob she is like super stressed of course trying to provide resources um, after Roe v. Wade was overturned, trying to p- provide resources to women of all ages, uh, all over the country. And she's doing an amazing job. But she had written a book, I think last year, called Let's Talk About Down There or something like that. Mm-hmm. Basically to give young women, maybe adult women, I'll learn, I'll tell y'all what I learned this week, but to give young women um, a resource to learn about their bodies and talk about vaginas and vulvas and all of that stuff and periods, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure exactly what age is targeted, but I know the intention was teens at, and up. And so recently she was sharing it and I was like, actually, I want to buy a mirror of this book. And what I didn't see in it was that she is talking about like how to access birth control and a mirror don't necessarily need that right now. <laughs> but the reason I say all of that is because Corey Silverberg, the guy who wrote What Makes a Baby, also wrote a book called Sex is a Funny Word. And I didn't want to buy the book until Brooks was ready for it because he can read. So if the title, if the book is in the house, he's going to be like, oh, cool, let's go. <laughs> um, but I went ahead and bought it. And, and I was talking to Erica about it because like it's really thick. I was like, this is very thick. But what it made me realize is it's that it is written like a children's book, okay. but it's dense. Oh. And so what it made me realize is it's not it's. I need to read it first. Yeah. Probably the same of uh, let's talk about down there so that as things come up, mm. I can I can be like, OK, I know this is in the book. Yeah, so we yeah, can yeah. refer back here like and give them terms and things that they need to understand. Yeah. And I already know what's there. And so I think now because you pointed out that that was in her book. I think if you have the book and you read it, you know what's in it. It gives you tools and language to yeah. talk to her when those times come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that's what made me excited. I went ahead and bought the book, turned it, turned it around so he can't see the title. Yeah. I mean, that your episode talking about parenting and stuff. I mean, I think that's like one of the main things that I learned about it is having discussions like with your partner and really understanding mm-hmm. like how you're going to parent and what how you face those challenges together. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you're not always going to come with the same tools or mm-hmm. understand yeah. parenting mm-hmm. the same yeah. way. You know, those books are for grownups too. That's right. what was, a, 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 how do you say, uh, Ali? Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ali me. Ali. But okay. Ali, yeah. He said that about his wife. He was like, she reads everything she and watch documentaries. Yes. But that's good to have a partner mm-hmm. like that, you know, because I feel like that's me and Chia. Like I, I'm not taking credit, but he'll say it like I've like I've helped guide him in that way when it comes to our daughters and just being really open to something new and different, because that's not how he watched his dad parent his sister, you know, but my mom was like that with me for sure. She was very open and just really like 
ask, I, I'll never forget. My mom told us I was 16 years old. She sat down and she was talking to me and my sister about like sex and all this stuff. And she said, listen to me right now. She was like, if you ever get pregnant, I do not care. You come to me and you tell me, she's like, whether you want to keep it or you don't, we'll discuss it together. Don't ever, ever, ever deal with that on your own. Yeah. She just made it so clear. Like I'm going to be here and support you no matter whatever mm-hmm. happens in your life. And I feel like that was so like, beautiful you know what I mean that's why when they were talking about their child feeling comfortable enough to come out I I felt that way with my mother she made that environment for me to be able to tell her anything so important Mm -hmm. yeah you go through this like traumatic experience like your mom said like on your own yeah but a lot of people do yeah I don't feel comfortable talking to their parents Mm -hmm. because people were just like putting all this pressure on their children to be I don't know Mm -hmm. yeah so I remember I started to talk to peace very early about like body parts and all that stuff but like giving them their names yes the yeah. right name. because we were and i think it's important to say it on here that like let's say something sexual happened that's mm-hmm. inappropriate with your kid and then you they go to court and it's like well where did so-and-so right. touch you and, they about and if you or something. yeah it's like you use mm-hmm. nicknames and then it's like it's dismissed but it's like you mm-hmm. have to say vagina and penis and i was like oh okay so zen would just be like he just walks around saying penis all day, <laughs> day. Yep. and i'm like little boy but <laughs> the other day, right. so I'm the same. It's a double-edged sword. Mm-hmm. I'm very, yeah, I'm very, um, like, I'll walk around my house naked. I, if they have questions, I answer. Yeah. Like, I do not have a problem. I don't want them to feel weird about their body. Right. And I'm not about to feel weird about my body either. I'm like, you came out of this body. We all have the same thing. Yeah. So... Peace, same thing. She'll look and be like, oh, like, what's that, mom? And and what is that? You know, mm-hmm. just very interested. And then one time, this was like recently. I don't know if I told you guys the story already, but Zen was like, mommy. I'm like butt naked going in the shower. Mommy, what happened to your penis? And I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, I don't have a penis, baby. Remember? Mm-hmm. I was like, I have a vagina. And I was like, oh, but he's just like growing up and mm-hmm. seeing things from a different angle. But now <laughs> both of them are very interested. Like I had, we did a commercial recently and it's like one bathroom and I'm like, Zen, I don't, you know, I don't want my kids standing out. But I'm like, I'm up here and I need to change my tampon. He like, mom, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm putting a tampon inside of my vagina. And he was like, why are you doing that? That's that's like weird. So I had to like explain mm-hmm. it. But having a book like that, I'm like, okay, I'm telling you the real, but maybe there's like, and it's not an inappropriate or weird thing, but no. sometimes I do wish I had more words of yeah. like, yeah. how do I describe and it's this? it's not just the words, it's like other contexts. Yeah. Because yeah. it starts to feel weird because it's like, I'm just talking about my vagina in the context of blood and a pant- tampon. Yeah. Instead of... Of. Now they know vagina. They know that the babies came out of my vagina and Brooks came out of my belly. The book talks about midwives and doctors and like all the different ways that people can be born. And so we have that language because we have other examples. Yeah. I love to have another thing to point to besides yeah. the weird thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I like that like a lot. The weird thing. I like that yeah. a lot. Even Peace too. The other day she's like doing her hair and she turned around as I'm changing my tampon. And she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, and if this all happens in the same week. I'm like, oh, I'm changing my tampon. And she was like, okay, so can I see? And I was like, nah, no. girl, we're gonna get you a book for that. I'm like, please, get up. Why are you? But when Zen did it, well, Zen's like, why you but on how the floor? else is she gonna learn how to put one in? Sometimes, well, I'm gonna teach her at yeah. some point. Oh, Maybe not at six. And right now, you know, or two, seven, she's seven. Well, she about to be eight, but also <laughs> Peace right now, she got a big mouth. She started running her mouth. True. Oh, you know what I saw my mom do? Oh, like, she put I'm the like, nah, that's, why, that's the reason why I was like, nah, you you can wait a little right. longer. No, you, that, you good. You, that makes me think about the couple um, who are talking about the the women. And oh, oh, my Lynn and Lindsay. Yes. And she said how her family mm-hmm. was judgmental and was telling Girl. her um, 
that they didn't want the boy, her, her son, son around her. Mm-hmm. She wasn't going to be loved. Like, you know, like, and, yes, and they didn't just, want her son around her if she was going to be with dating a woman. Yes. And it just, and now you're doing it wrong. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought that was so powerful for them where they were like, we're just going to keep on going on. Okay. But I felt, I felt like I related to their relationship because I'm yeah. like, I went the same thing, girl, and they don't want you. They don't like you, the in-laws. But it did make me think that is a, a perfect example of like the book and all these other things. Like they're ignorant. The more exposure. Yeah. Yes, the more you're exposed to things, the less you can traumatize your children yeah, and yeah. their experiences when they become adults. Like, imagine you are you have a baby and you're in love and then you tell your parents and then they're like, no, I don't like your relationship because you're with a woman. And then your own family being like not close to you mm-hmm. and making you feel bad as a mother. Like, that shit yeah. was crazy Girl, to me. I yeah. Yes, but I'm yeah. like, it's the lack of exposure and people going back to Ali when he was like, our mentalities are the so religion thing yes it yes. is but i've always known that i'm so yeah. glad he said that child because i'm like yes people don't realize everything that you believe is a part of capitalism yes. and it's a part of being colonized yes. it does not mean that it's true mm-hmm. it is a long-standing lie mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so it's mm-hmm. kind of like every you have to really take the time to rethink mm-hmm. why you believe what you believe mm-hmm. the root of it and why you feel so triggered in such a gut reaction it's because someone is like challenging your beliefs but that doesn't mean that it's a negative thing you know what I mean there's a good book on this and this is something that taught me how to put my religious beliefs and and how I was brought up in a Christian household to put those on the shelf Mm -hmm, you know and just like mm -hmm. take a moment it was a very scary process but it's called the fifth agreement by Don Miguel Ruiz and it's a it's a same person as the 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 fourth agreement uh but the fifth agreement really teaches you like everything that you have been taught like learn to just really take it and put it on the shelf and start to rebuild what you believe and how Mm -hmm. you feel game changer yeah absolutely and the way that he breaks it down is so good it's one of that book really woke me up (laughs) like really woke me up on a different level because it's so different like it's very similar to the fourth agreement but it's also very different you know Mm -hmm. um but that was the thing where it's like challenge your beliefs what does that look like you know yeah Mm -hmm. i think that's the most important thing as a parent what um we can learn overall in that whole episode is just like learning to be open to something different than what you were taught yeah you know what I mean as you parent your kids are experiencing this world completely different from you and it's important for us to like allow them to do that yeah it goes back to the saying like your children don't belong to you you belong to your children Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I say this all the time I've been talking to my friends about this a lot we're all going through the same thing with our kids like they're all just kind of going through this stage just frustrating and we're overwhelmed and I'm like yeah but like they didn't ask to be here did Mm -hmm. I say this yesterday yeah yeah (laughs) they didn't ask to be here yeah you know what I mean like we literally have to do everything we can to just like really be there to support them and love them and allow them to experience life on their own terms. Absolutely. And we must heal. Yes. So we can heal. Heal Heal people, heal people. That's right. That's the bar. (laughs) All right. That's the mama's den. (laughs) Bye. Boop, 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 boop.